verses in John chapter 18, beginning in verse 15. Would you stand with me? John 18, verse number 15. As much as I've tried to study through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Lord has been showing me in the book of John some verses that I've missed. I've missed several verses in the book of John. I don't know if I've missed them because Matthew, Mark, and Luke don't say it, and John is the only one who does. But I thought for sure if John was the only one that said it, surely it would have jumped out at me and I'd have seen it before now. But I uh, pray this will be an encouragement to you. John 18, 15. And Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. That disciple was known unto the high priest and went in with Jesus into the palace of the high priest. And Peter stood at the door without. Then went out that other disciple which was known unto the high priest and spake unto her that kept the door and brought in Peter. Then saith the damsel that keepeth the door unto Peter, Art not thou also one of this man's disciples? And he said, I am not. The servants and the officers stood there who had made a fire of coals, for it was cold, and they warmed themselves. And Peter stood with them and warmed himself. The high priest then asked Jesus of his disciples and of his doctrine. Jesus answered him, I spake openly to the world, ever taught in the synagogue and in the temple, where the Jews always resort, and in secret have I said nothing. Why askest thou me? Ask them which heard me what I have said unto them. Behold, they know what I said. When he had thus spoken, one of the officers which stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, Answerest thou the high priest so? Jesus answered him, If I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil, but if well, why smitest thou me? And Annas had sent him bound unto Caiaphas, the high priest. And Simon Peter stood and warmed himself. They said, Therefore unto him, Art not thou also one of his disciples? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, being his kinsman whose ear Peter cut off, said, did I, did I not see thee in the garden with him? Peter then denied again and immediately the cock crew. I'm interested in tonight, why did he do it? Why did Peter deny Jesus? You can read anything you want to read on Peter denying him, but why did he deny him? Why did he do it? Why did he look three different times and just say, no, I don't know the man? Why? I've been asking the Lord that for hours. 
Why, Lord, did he do it? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for allowing us to be here this evening. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that is so real. Thank you, Lord, for every testimony that's been given from your people. It's already been testified of what encouragement it is, and I've been encouraged tonight. I've been strengthened. I've been helped. I've experienced a move of you tonight already in this service. And we ask, Lord, tonight, would you give us a glimpse into the word? God, would you help us and show us why he did it? Lord, help me to not preach anything that you would not be pleased with. But God, I pray that you would guide every word that comes out of my mouth this evening and help us through the scriptures. And we'll thank you and we'll praise you for all that you do. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And thank you so much for standing. And thank you for being here this evening. Turn with me to the book of Matthew, chapter number 26. The book of Matthew, chapter number 26. I want to look at a couple of verses here and ask the Lord to help us as we get on in to this message. Matthew, chapter number 26. We'll look at verse number 31 through verse number 35. We'll lay a little groundwork and then we'll get on in to the message. When I begin to study in this portion of scripture, the Lord began to deal with me about not only Peter who denied Christ three times, but the Lord began to, de- to deal with me about the boldness of Peter. I want to point it out to you tonight in Matthew 26 beginning in verse number 31. Then said Jesus unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night, for it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. But after I am risen again, I will go before you into Galilee. Notice verse 33. Peter answered and said unto him, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. Jesus said to him, Verily I say unto thee that this night before the cock crow thou shalt deny me thrice. Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise also said all the disciples. Then cometh Jesus unto the place called Gethsemane. As I began to study about Peter and I began to study in the Gospels about the account where Peter denies Jesus. I notice out of all of the disciples that you can read about, Peter by far was the boldest of them all. I will never be offended, even if I should die, and yet will I not deny thee. Not only have I studied today about Peter and his great boldness, I've also studied today about Peter and his great faith. 
Not only his great boldness, but his great faith. John chapter 6, verse 68, Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Peter said, if there's anyone who can speak the words of eternal life, it is you, Lord. It is you, Jesus. It is you. Not only do we study of his great boldness, but we study of his great faith. It didn't end there as I began to study about Peter in these days leading up to the crucifixion of Jesus. I studied of his great boldness. I studied of his great faith. But then you cannot deny Peter's great excitement. Excitement. Peter, of any of the disciples, probably showed excitement towards the Lord more than any other disciple that we can read about. John 13, 37, Peter said unto him, Lord, why can't I follow thee now? I will lay down my life for thy sake. We see the excitement of Peter. Then we read in Matthew 14, I believe it's 28, Peter answered him, Lord, if thou be, bid me come unto thee on the water. And Jesus said, come on. And you remember it said that Peter made his way out of the boat and Peter walked on water. Now we know, and I didn't even write it down, We know that Peter took his eyes off the Lord. We know that Peter's heart got gripped with fear and Peter got his eyes on the waves and on the storm and Peter began to seek and he called out on the Lord and immediately Jesus reached down, pulled Peter up out of the water. But I'm gonna say something. Don't throw off on Peter too much. At least he got out of the boat, amen? I don't know about you, but I've never walked on water. Peter was so excited about his Lord. Peter was, had great boldness for his Lord. Peter had great faith towards his Lord. And Peter had great excitement towards Jesus. So Peter's strong character, Peter's strong faith, and Peter's strong excitement. And I begin to study all of that today about Peter. But, but let us all be reminded when Peter would have said, my faith was the strongest and Peter would have said, my love was the strongest. God reminded me that if you're not careful when you are at your high spiritually, don't ever forget this. When you are at your high spiritually, If you're not careful, it's a time that you can be in some of the greatest danger in your life as a Christian. When you're going through life and spiritually you're walking on water. When you're going through life and you are bold for the things of Christ. When you're going through life and your faith is at an all-time high and you're saying, there's no one who can save like The only one who can save is Christ Jesus. Remember, remember you got to pay close attention to everything that's going on around you. You got to pay very close attention to everything that's going on in you. 
And that's the time, if there's any time, you and I need to be on guard of our lives spiritually is when everything seems to be going great. We get in John chapter number 18 and we look at verse number 15 and 16. Here is that same Peter. That same man who was so bold for his Savior, that same man who was so bold in his faith, and that same man who was so excited that he said, if it's you, bid me to come. He said, it's me. And he got out of the boat and walked on water. We see verse 15 and 16. Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. Now, I want to stop there and I want to throw this out there. Who is this other disciple? Anytime that you read, especially through the book of John, John will never make reference and say his own name. He will call himself the other disciple several different times through this book. But I am not going to stand behind this pulpit tonight and say that the other disciple is John. Because it don't tell us who the other disciple is. It appears that it could have been John. But you don't know that for sure. You say, oh preacher, I do know that it's John. You don't know it's John. You don't know it's a bit more than John, then I know it's John. All I know is, is there was another disciple that was there with Peter at this time. Could it have been John? Yes. But I ain't going to guarantee that it was. If you figure out who it was, you tell me. But this other disciple that I don't know, but we do know he was a disciple of Jesus. Look what it happens here. I'd never noticed this before. And Simon Peter followed Jesus and so did another disciple. Now notice what it says about this other disciple. It's so interesting to me. That disciple was known unto the high priest and went in with Jesus into the palace of the high priest. And then it says it again in verse 16. But Peter stood at the door without, then went out that other disciple, which was known unto the high priest, it makes that known twice, and spake unto her that kept the door and brought in Peter. So here we are. They have arrested Jesus in the garden. They have taken Jesus a large multitude of people with swords and staves and lanterns and torches and they have brought him down to this palace and they are fixing to interview him and they are fixing to try him and it will not be long until they will scourge him and lead him off to crucify him. But it appears As I'm reading this text, that his disciples are not in danger. For the longest time, 
I felt like that maybe the reason, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I felt like maybe the reason that Peter denied Jesus was because he felt that he was in danger. You're not going to say that you know someone if you feel that you were in danger. But John dismisses that idea. John dismisses all of that because this other disciple and Peter shows up at the palace and this other disciple knows the high priest, knows him so well that when they get there, he speaks to the lady at the door and they say, go on in. And this other disciple goes in. Peter's standing out there trying to figure out what's going on. The other disciple comes back and says, hey, Pretty much, this guy's with me. Go on in. Why? I'm asking you. Why did Peter deny Jesus? Why did he do it? We know that he did it. We know that he just didn't do it once. He just didn't do it twice. He did it three times. Why did Jesus, why did Jesus say, Peter, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat, but I prayed for thee and that your faith fell not. And then he said, strengthen your brethren. But why in the world did Peter deny Jesus? Why did he do it? Why? Peter wasn't in danger here at the palace. Neither was the other disciple in danger here at the palace. He walked right in because he knew the high priest. Verse number 17. There's a question that was asked. Then said the damsel that kept the door unto Peter, Art not thou also one of this man's disciples? And he said, what did he say? I am not. (laughs) You're not one of this man's disciples? I am not. The one who who said all that he said. The one who said, I would never deny my Lord. The one who had great boldness for his Lord. The one who had great faith towards his Lord. And the one who had great excitement for his Lord has now stood in a door at a palace and another disciple has just walked in. And he's standing there and says... I don't know him. (laughs) Arlen, I have prayed and went outside and I have prayed and I have went back outside and I have walked and I have talked to the Lord and I have prayed and I have prayed and I have prayed. Because Houston, in my mind, I've always thought they come and got Jesus and now Peter's scared they're going to kill him. There's a disciple in the building with him. <laughs> the woman saying, come on in, Peter. So you, you, you one of the disciples with Jesus? 
He goes, huh? Nope. No, I don't know him. Well, said to the doorkeeper, to the damsel. That's what the Bible calls her, a damsel. You know what that is? It's interesting to me. Then said the damsel in verse 17 that kept the door unto Peter. The damsel. You know what that word means? A female slave. It means a servant. It means a bondmaid. What's happened to Peter? (laughs) Of all the people. Grayson. This has been on my mind, man. It's wore me out. I should have called you so you could help me think about it. We're talking about Peter. Picture it with me now. Peter, the one who said, I will never deny my Lord. Brother Cox, Peter. Out of the 11 disciples, because we know Judas was gone to betray him. They had two swords. We know that Peter had one of the swords... Because Peter was the one that cut off Malchus's ear that we preached about Sunday. Peter, picture it with me now. Peter, the one, when this great multitude of people shows up in the garden, Judas kisses, says master, and kisses Jesus on the cheek. And all of these people have swords and lanterns and staves And out of all of those people that Peter is facing, Peter whips out his sword. And Peter cuts off Malchus' ear. We're talking about Peter, the man who said, I'll take the whole army on. I ain't scared of nobody tonight. He's standing there at a door looking at a woman who is a bond slave, a woman. He's not standing there looking at a legion of Roman soldiers. Are you with me? Look, you have just threatened to whoop everybody here tonight. You have. And then all of a sudden, Vicky is standing at the door and she says, do you know the Lord? And you're like, I don't know him, ma'am. I don't know. What's happened to Peter? Does anybody know? A woman. Don't take me wrong, ladies. If you're going to stand up to fight every man in the building, why all of a sudden does one little servant woman make you so scared? Was he scared? He was not scared. You think he was scared of this bond slave, this woman standing at it? You think he looked at this woman and said, oh, I'm so scared to tell you that I'm one of his disciples. I can't tell you that. He wasn't scared at all. Steve, you can ask my wife, I've always considered you a man's man. 
Y'all don't know this, but back in the day, Steve fought in the tough man contest. Oh, Lord, he said. And one day, I was talking to Steve. And you know, people will just walk up and go, what's going on? They'll do that. He did that to me one time. He just walked up and said, what's going on? And hit me on the shoulder. And when he just hit me on the shoulder, it about broke my spine. I was like, God, hey. Steve, you've done whooped every man in Pleasant Hill Baptist Church. You've done whooped them all. And then you get to the door and there's Stan Sandy and you're like, I don't know him. <laughs> Ma'am, I don't know him. He didn't say that because he was scared of her. So why did he say it? Why? If you're with me, say amen. Amen. Have you ever looked at it like this before? I have never looked at it like this before. But every thought that's ever come into my mind, why he did it, all got erased today. Every one of them. What's happened to Peter? So there's a question asked in verse number 17. And then we get to verse number 18 and we see Peter's acquaintances. And the servants and the officers stood there who had made a fire of coal, for it was cold, and they warmed themselves and Peter stood with them and warmed himself. When you study the word servants and officers, we live in a day that when you read the word officer, you think about state troopers, Sheriff Department, people in uniform, soldiers. But it don't say soldiers, it says officers. This is interesting also. So I studied the word servants, they're just slaves. I studied the word officers. This was an interesting definition in the Greek. A place under. They stood there. And Peter stood with them, and an officer took the place under. A officer would be the one in those ships that would go below deck that no one else could see, and they would grab those big old paddles. They was the underworker. Thought that was pretty interesting. Now I realize that the day that they come to get Jesus from the garden, no doubt they was officers there. And no doubt they was servants there. But all of a sudden, Peter has found himself in a place with some people that he has no business being in. So then I thought this. This hit me. I know what it is, Tony. He's down there warming himself by the wrong fire. And he was. He's down there by the wrong fire. He's down there with a bunch of people he has no business being down there with. He's down there hanging out around the fire with some people who don't care about Jesus and they sure don't care about him. Those names gives us the picture of they was not picking up Peter, they was pulling down Peter. Peter was around a group of people that was pulling him down. If that makes sense to you, say amen. Amen. And it was cold outside. It was so cold outside 
that they got coals and they built a fire out of coals. I thought that was interesting. Coals. Can I say to you, please hear this. Peter was just not cold outside. Peter was also cold inside. But why? Why? Why did Peter deny Christ to a servant girl standing at a door? And why is Peter down here around the wrong people, warming himself with the wrong fire, hanging out with people that's going to pull him down and not pick him up. What in the world is going on with you, Peter? Why are you doing this? Look at verses 25 and 26. And Simon Peter stood and warmed himself. They said therefore unto him, Art not thou also one of his disciples? And he denied it and said, I am not. Stay with me, I'm about finished. I've studied all day for just this thought, trying to figure out, Abigail, why did he deny Jesus? Why? He's going to fight a whole army by himself. And there's a girl at the door and he says, I don't know him. He's down here with a bunch of people warming himself around the wrong fire. Those people look at him and say, are you one of his disciples? He says, mm-mm. The Lord help me with this today, Hardy. I don't think at any time during this account, it's not a story, this is a real deal. This is an account. I don't think any time during this, Peter ever felt like that he was going to get in trouble. I don't think it, I'm a, you know, I, I asked some questions and I didn't know the answers. Here's your question, Grayson. Where's that other disciple at right now? Is he still in there listening to all the interview that they're doing with Jesus probably? Is he threatened while he's in there? No. He's not a bit threatened while he's in there. He knows the chief priest. He knows the high priest. So if he's not threatened in there, is Peter threatened outside, warming himself by some coals? I've always said, man, he must have been really scared. Stay with me now. It's amazing to me that Peter denying Jesus I don't think was working on him outwardly as much as it was working on him inwardly I almost picture it like this now I almost picture it like this now I picture Jesus standing there going it's cold out and these guys over here going, Whew, it is. Uh, says in one of the other gospels, your speech, you, you sound like you sound like maybe you're a Galilean or something. You know Jesus? Oh no. 
Mm -mm. I don't know him. And I can picture him other guys and people standing around going, okay. But then when that rooster crows, it don't say it in the book of John, but it says it in the book of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Listen to what it says in Matthew 26, 75. It says he wept bitterly. Mark 14, 72 is an interesting verse. And when he thought thereon, he wept. Luke twenty two sixty two 62 says, Peter went out and wept bitterly. When Peter has denied Christ three times, it says that it tore him up so bad on the inside. That spiritual man, he thought on it. it. It entered his mind. It began to consume his thoughts. And he said within himself, he had to have, what have I done? I've denied my Savior. And he wept bitterly. Let me just throw this out there as a little rabbit chasing. Everybody in the building, listen up real good right here, whether you're a young person or a middle-aged person or you're a senior citizen. Anytime that you walk away from Christ, can I say to you, you are more miserable than a lost man who never knew Christ. You're more miserable than a lost man who never knew Christ. Because in the inside, you know him. On the inside, you've walked with him. You've talked with him. He's talked to you. On the inside, you've said, God, I'll never do this. And then you turn your back and you're walking away and you're denying him. And it said that he wept bitterly. Anytime you find yourself miserable, it'd be a good time to have a checkup from the neck up. find out am I walking away from him or am I walking with him are you with me Peter's tore up man he's tore up so here I, here I see it here I am you know how long I've studied on this? I'm not going to tell you. But I studied, and I studied, and I studied. And I'm sitting in my study with no answer. I have no answer. I have no answer at all. I'm like, Lord, I'm going to preach this message. And my, third, my first thoughts was this. This is what I'm going to do, Pastor Jason. This was my first thoughts. I'm going to preach to this point of the message and then I'm going to stop and I'm going to say, think about this message for the rest of the night and whatever it is that God shows you, the reason that Peter denied him, apply it to your life personally and let God do a work in your heart. Let's come to the altar and we'll pray. That would work, by the way. That would work, Ava. Because God would deal with you about something totally different than he, than he would your mom. And he would deal with your dad totally different about something than he would with you or your mom. And then, and then your brother over here, he'd deal with you a lot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I spent yesterday with that boy. He'd just start dealing with us about so many different things. 
And the Lord dealt with me to share this with you. And it's just a reality that everyone in the service tonight needs to be reminded of. It's just the truth. You ever heard somebody say, this is a truth bomb. This is just the facts. And it's a good reminder for all of us Matthew 26, and we'll close there. Matthew 26. If God deals with you about a reason why Peter denied Christ three times. If God deals with you about a reason why he denied Christ three times, then text it to me. Or come up to me and tell me. But this is what God dealt with me about. After lots of prayer. Matthew 26, 36. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. I'm going to say this right here. The victory was won in the garden. You say, no, 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 the victory was won on the cross. The victory was won in the garden. And he cried out, it is finished on the cross. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. And he said unto the disciples... Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep and said unto who? Hey, Peter. What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Here it is. Watch and pray. That ye enter not in the temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the, read it, but the what? Flesh is weak. Hmm. He went away again the second time and he prayed, saying, Oh, my father, this cup may not pass away from me except I drink it. They will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away again and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples and said to them, Sleep on now, take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that doth betray me. The victory was won in the garden. (laughs) 
But you know what Peter failed to do in the garden? What Christ asked him to do. And how many times did Jesus go and pray? Not once, not twice, but three different times he went to pray. And when he come back, guess what Peter was doing and the other disciples? You know what they was doing? They were sleeping. And he said, Peter, hey, Peter, your spirit is willing. Oh, I will go to the very end with him. I'll die for him. I'll walk on water for him. I'll have great faith in him. Yes, Peter, your spirit is willing, but don't ever forget something, Peter. Don't ever forget something, Pleasant Hill. You can have great faith. You can be bold for Jesus. You can be excited about the things of God. But don't you ever forget your flesh is weak. Your flesh is weak. Your flesh is weak. My flesh is weak. Your flesh is weak. So what is Jesus telling Peter to do? What is he telling him to do? Three different times he's telling him to what? Pray, Peter. Pray, Peter. Pray, Peter. How do you get strength for your weak flesh? Somebody tell me. Pray. 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 Ah, it's all good. I'm so excited right now about the things of God. Just got back from a missions trip. Done talked to the pastor and youth pastor. Getting ready to go back if it's God's will. You better pray. You better pray, pray, pray. Because yes, that spirit's willing. But don't ever forget, girl. Every morning when you look in that mirror, your flesh is weak. Miss Lydia, I look at you as a godly lady. And I don't say that lightly. But your flesh is weak. Brother Cox, I would as soon have you pray for me as anyone, but your flesh is weak. Pastor Jason, you and Miss Keela's doing a great job, but y'all's flesh is weak. Brother Grayson, me and you talk, we're close, but I'm going to remind you of something, my brother. Your flesh is weak. Are you hearing me? Miss Sandy, I know you pray, and I know you pray for my family. And I'd be willing to say, you probably don't miss a day praying for us. But sister, your flesh is weak. Jackson, keep preaching, son, but your flesh is weak. Jackson, keep raising that family. Keep being faithful to the things of God, but your flesh is weak. Are you hearing me tonight? Peter went busting in there. You know why he looked at that woman and said, I don't know? It wasn't because he was scared of the woman. His flesh was weak. You know why he was down there warming by the wrong fire? Because his flesh was weak. You know why he denied him three times? And he heard the rooster crow? Well, he denied him three times because Christ said he was going to. That's a good point. But his flesh was weak. Jesus, you go pray. 
I'm so fired up for you right now, I think I'm going to lay here and sleep. <sighs> Cutting Malchus's ear off took a lot out of me. He says, son, you're so bold for me, but your flesh is so weak. He said, you better pray. Pray. You know, it seems like just here lately, God keeps directing me about how serious it is that we pray. You better pray, Autumn. Tony, I don't know how much you pray. Really ain't none of my business. But if Jesus looks at Peter, you ever walked on water, Tony? I'm just wondering. Peter did. But when he looked at Peter, he said, Peter, your flesh is weak. He said, you better pray. You say, well, we pray. We're getting ready to pray here in the altar. No, I'm talking about you better pray. You say, I pray with my family at night. That's a blessing, but you better pray. Pray. 